Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Resonance 104.4 FM. Welcome to One Life Left. We are a video game radio show and we are back for a new season on Resonance 104.4 FM, the greatest radio station in the world. My name is Steve Curran. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. And together, we're missing one person. Yeah, uh, we lost him somewhere lost along him. the way. If you have seen Simon... Simon Byron. Simon Byron. He's about An- yay high. Answers to the name of... Simon Byron. Yep. Got glasses. Sai. He doesn't, he doesn't answer, answer the name of Sai. Don't call him Sai. Uh, yeah, he's not. He's not here today. We do. We did know that though. He cleared we it with did, HR. But we don't know why. Yeah, I think. You know what? I think maybe we didn't know that, and he just confidence tricked us and said, "Yeah, so I'm not around for the first show." And we're like, yeah, "Of course, of course, remember that." As you know, as you as you know, that's how you begin these yeah. things, don't you? As you know, I'm working from home today. Yeah. <laughs> as you as you know, I'm spending the next two weeks in uh, France, and you said you'd pay for it. As you know. I'm not going to make it to the first show of your new season of the <laughs> longest running video game radio show in the world. In the world. Uh, how have you been, Anne? Pretty good. Have you introduced yourself yet? Because I said my name. I also said my name. All right, good. Just checking. Uh, yeah, good. I like saying it. Just a Anne bit Scantabry. of admin. I like saying it too. Uh, in the house. Um, how am I? I'm good. Uh, so some good news and some bad news. Okay. Good uh, news. Well, maybe I want the bad news first. Okay. Or does it have to go in there? No, no, no. They're not really related. <sighs> Good news or bad news? Is the bad news going to bring me down for the rest of the show? Absolutely not. Good news then. Okay. Uh, good news. So I spent our time off okay. uh, doing a couch to 5K. I know we weren't off for eight weeks exactly, right, but I decided okay. beforehand. Uh, and this weekend I did my 5K. Congratulations. Thank you. It was really... It, how long did... Are you allowed to say that? Is how, it rude to say how long does it take you? Oh, it took... I was really pleased. I said okay. beforehand, mm-hmm. I'd be happy if I finished. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'd be very happy if I came in under 40 minutes. Does it count if you didn't finish? Because then you didn't do 5K, you did no, like 4.9. <laughs> yeah, uh, you got through it, you did it all. Yeah, so Good. I did that. I, I said I'd be very happy if I got under 40 minutes. I'd be very, very happy if I got 35 minutes. Okay. Well, Steve, guess what? Don't No, but don't guess like, don't guess ridiculous. <laughs> 25 minutes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> all right, you, you got 34 minutes, 42 seconds. 33 minutes, 33 <gasps> seconds. Congratulations. Yes, I did it. I mean, that is the sound of one person clapping, yeah. but that's only because there's only one person in the yeah, studio, yeah. apart from me, apart from you. Yeah. And it'd be uh, rude if you clap yourself. It would. Mm. Uh, so that was fun. That was not video games. That was fun. But I do like the... Sort of game. Well, yeah, because sort um, of game. those apps, they gamify stuff. I got some trophies. Uh-huh. I got motivational chats. Right. I got told that I should keep coming back. Did you unlock anything? Uh, yeah, the trophies. So right. No, but did you unlock... Once you've finished mm. the 5K, or is that completing the game? That's completing the game. But then surely you move and then up there's to a... more. there's DLC. So you could right. do the Run Faster uh, app, or you could do the Run 10K app. Okay. I've just uh, diverted, gone to a different game, mm-hmm. Strava. Really? Yeah. So you're properly running now? Yeah. Although, like, I'm not 
uh, let's not get ridiculous. I'm not going to go overboard. This morning I what ran, is overboard? Uh, like saying, oh, yeah, oh, I'm going to run ten. I'm going to run a marathon. What, well, what about half marathon? I don't want to do that. What about ten k? I don't want to do that. What about six? No. No. <laughs> no. Five, five and a half. You won't run a metre over no, 5k. No, that's it. I found my limit. <laughs> okay. And I'm very good. happy. You know it. All right. Uh, so that's good news. Are you going to time yourself and start... Well, you are with Strava. You're going yeah, to yeah. start setting personal bests. Yeah. PB. PB. What's your PB? Peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> good choice. Uh, bad news. Uh, you haven't played any games. Oh, no, no. Oh, okay. No. All right, okay. Uh, bad news. Also re- related to my legs. Oh, no. Uh, so I was sat outside... Yesterday, I was like, oh, summer's over. We're free. Uh It was really nice and crisp outside, set outside. I got bitten all the way down my leg. Oh, no. It's really horrible. By what or who? (laughs) Good question. Uh, Yeah, it's really painful. Um, So that's what I'm going to be thinking about this show. So that's why you're doing the show standing up today. (laughs) That's why I'm doing it lying down. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so that's my good news and my bad news from being away. What's yours? Good question. Um, my good news, well, the new Taylor Swift album came out. I was listening to it on the way here. Um, it's very long, isn't it? Like, did she have an editor? She clearly did not. Well, she's moved record labels to her own record label. And there's oh. presumably, she needs, she needs someone to say, no, Taylor, just yeah. stop here. Uh, my instinct... I don't know about yours, was I listened to it, I thought, there's some good tracks on there, mm-hmm. there's some things I'm not so fond of, mm-hmm. I think there's probably a good album here, but not a good 18-track album, mm-hmm. and I've listened to it today, for the mm-hmm. second time, and I believe that, I found, I've found 10 tracks I yeah. like on there, so I'm, ple- I'm, I'm happy, I think I'll listen to it more than I listen to Reputation. Ooh, Reputation, <laughs> Reputation. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, what do you think of it? Mind. Um, it's too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the songs I find a bit boring. Yeah, uh, agreed. I really like the Plinky Plonky one near the end. The Plinky Plonky one right at the end. Uh, second to the end. Second to the end. Nice right. to have a friend. Yeah. Because you know See, what? I thought. It's nice no one, to you have know, this isn't a friend. This isn't a Taylor Swift podcast, but you know the way it starts with. Um, yeah. With uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm over you. it. Forget you know that oh, f- you know. Yeah. And then you know, I just one day I woke up and I'm over it. Yeah. I thought that, and it's nice to have a friend. Yeah. Nice bookends for the yeah. album, but she closes with two tracks which are album closers. So nice to have a friend, which is, is a one. problem, and the one after that's yeah. a problem. So I think end with track eighteen. Then have silence for twenty mm. minutes, and then it's nice to have a friend. Secret track. But you can't do that anymore because Spotify. Mm. Ugh. Honestly, everything. digital media. Uh, uh, what was it, the bad from your away oh, time? Apart from some of the, apart from the man on that mm. record. Yeah, I quite like London, but um, James Corden appearing on the record as well. Disappointing. Is James Corden on it? Well, the start of um, London Boy. You've yeah. got Idris, Idris Elba doing his anecdote. Yeah, he's on a scooter. And then apparently you hear Corden's sort of cackle. Ah, do you know... You don't want that. Laughter's laughter. (laughs) It's very forgiving of you. Uh, Yes, uh, what's uh, what's bad that's happened? I mean, you missed us. I missed missed doing the radio show. Yeah. Missed doing the radio show. Um, And, you know, very busy. Making video games, that sort of stuff. Uh, But it has been a busy time for video games. Although you just told me nothing's happened. When what? we were doing the debrief. No, I didn't. Well, we got some news then. Yeah. Should we get on with it? Yeah. All right. Uh, for the first time in season... What are we? I don't know. Edit that in to the podcast. Season... Then. Season beep. For the first time in season beep, it's Anne's News. On Monday the 9th of September, I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Are you still a bit confused about Hideo Kojima's much-anticipated new game, Death Stranding? Fortunately, you're not alone. Unfortunately, the other person who's confused is Kojima himself. Speaking to the Financial Times, he said, Death Stranding, even now I don't understand the game. It's worldview, gameplay, they're all new. My mission is to create a genre that does not currently exist and which takes everyone by surprise. More great news for the confused, the game will come with a very easy mode aimed at film fans. 
That is perfectly timed. Well done. Thanks. Great. So um, this is unfortunate that that we're doing this on an episode where Simon isn't here because I'm sure he would have an opinion about Death Stranding. I don't really have an opinion about it. Uh, I think Simon's opinion is... "Ah, What? What? Do you think he's... What, do you think he doesn't like this or yeah. he does? No, we talked about it before. Have we? Yeah. Probably He's not on board with this one. Really, I do think it looks um, it looks absolutely crazy. And I'm glad things like this exist. Yeah. Really, really excited things like this exist. But it's not for me, I don't think. It's a bit, it's a bit much. Is it? Do you know, all of this just makes makes me go like yeah and actually give mm. uh, so i like the idea of a very easy mode for film fans because it's got some really fantastic actors in it um and who are they um good question <laughs> that one that one and the other one, the I'll, other one. I'll find it out mads mickelson oh, isn't is he in it uh sounds about right uh say some words whilst i look this up well, I was I was reading on the internet that uh, all of the visitors to Kojima's studio have been captured. Oh, really? I don't mean imprisoned, but they've been <laughs> they've been, <laughs> they've had their they've been scanned into the game. So all of the uh, you know the celebs and what have you who've mm-hmm. dropped in to say hi to Hideo have been uh, have been put in the game, uh, which means uh, yeah. our pals churches they're going to be in the game. They're going to be in it. Great work. Uh, Norman Reedus, right? Mads Mikkelsen, got it. Leah Sedu, Leah Sedu, yeah, Sedu, Leah Sedu, Leah Sedu, Leah. Uh, Tommy Sedu. L. Jenkins, Troy Baker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't necessarily know all of these people. Well, but anyway, anyway, so you want to play on the film mode? Watch a movie. Yeah. The movie's going to be really long. Yeah, that's oh, the but thing. also there's an e- there's a very easy mode for film fans, and then mm. there'll be like an easy mode as well for mm-hmm. not necessarily the best of gamers. Sure, uh, but maybe for me, I, you know, definitely play it on whatever difficulty mode yeah. makes you comfortable. What whatever difficulty mode okay, you play it on, it's gonna go on for ages. And that's what puts me off. When I say it's too much, when I, you know, at the start, it's like, oh, you know, it's not for me, it's too much. I don't mean it's not for me, it's too crazy. I'd be <laughs> super interested in, you know, his weirdness and, I, I you know, where this is going. Mm. But I just don't have the time to put into into a game like that. No. Um, I The thing that I remember about it uh, the most is some umbilical cords. Mm. And you can't... Do you carry around a baby on your back? Here's what I know about it. There's babies. Yep. There's a kind of, you know, gritty, muddy atmosphere to it. It's not mm. a happy game, right? No, There's no, no, babies no. in it, but it's not a cheerful, you know, oh, babies, it's great. A, so I was about to say, it's a baby-making sim. No, no, no. Oh, baby, right. It's not even a baby looking <clears throat> after sim. No, no, no. There are babies and it's bleak. <laughs> there are men... Bleak. Presumably because Lea Sadu is in it, there's women as woman. well, but m- woman, Minimum. but mostly seen men and woman, um, and there are ladders. Oh, yeah. There's definitely ladders in the game, and I I don't know if that I don't know if that's a good enough description for the back of the box, but but also that sounds about as much as uh, Kojima himself knows mm. about the game. Uh, that's quite exciting. I like his honesty, and uh, I wish more people say they didn't understand their own work. The future of Double Fine Presents, the developer's indie publishing label, is in doubt following the company's acquisition by Microsoft. Speaking to Destructoid, Double Fine's Tim Schafer said that having a publisher technically within another publisher is a complicated issue, and that while it may not make business sense, he is hoping that the publisher could still live on in spirit. Schafer named the Day of the Devs initiative as a key way of maintaining the spirit of the publisher. I just kicked over a bin. Now, now I've got my foot stuck in the bin. <laughs> ah, what a slapstick radio show yeah. we are. Uh, so what do you think about this? Uh, well, it makes sense, but it's sad, isn't it? Because mm. uh, they published some interesting stuff. They published uh, Kids, they published Everything, and they published Mountain. And when I say everything, I don't mean they published all <laughs> games that have existed. They published the video game versus called Everything. And they're all really interesting games. Uh, and you just hope that 
by uh, this publisher um, packing up. You're not, we're not going to lose games like this. Mm. Well, I, you know, those games were in development and then acquired by Double Fine, I yep. believe, or, you know, they helped them publish them. So it's not like they'll stop existing. Um, this is a thing that people do before they're acquired. They sort of start initiatives to show a breadth, you know, show mm. a portfolio. So when they're showing the cards to, you know, they're, they're in there showing themselves off to the potential acquirers. Is that the right word? Acquisitors? Acquisitors, that's right. That- Potential acquisitors, they're saying, well, look at, look at the breadth of my portfolio. And then the acquisitor, you know, just fans out the cards and is like, my goodness, what a portfolio. We'd like to acqu- acqu- acquisit you. <laughs> and, and then when they've acquisited, uh, acquisited them, they're like, no, we only want that bit. We just want that bit, actually, this mm. bit. So, you know, that sort of stuff happens, I'm afraid. Um, but, you know, it was good for while they were doing it, the, the sort of, as you say, they put out some interesting things, didn't they? They helped a lot of good people get good games out. Have you played, kids? Yep. Yep. You enjoy it? Talks you reviewed it on the show? Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Good. Seven out of ten. Really weird. Mm. Love it. What's next? Uh, what, what games do you think that uh, Microsoft were hoping come out of Double Fine now, or is it just the name? Because sometimes I think I feel like this is just a land grab. They're not going for with some studios. They're going for specific pieces of IP, right? Mm-hmm. They're saying, "Oh yeah, we really want that car racing game, mm. and we want it on our platform, so we'll go for it." But what of Double Fine's titles? Do you think that they want to be Microsoft exclusive? Psychonauts Two mm. is that going to be a Microsoft exclusive now? Well, I wonder if there's going to be any any new technology that microsoft wants to implement because i think that mm. double fine is very good at, at incorporating new tech well, they, in had their the, games. Uh, they did well with happy action theater exactly. didn't they which was simon's simon loved that game yeah and that was connect mm, it was so they're very good at using new tech specifically microsoft's so, tech correct me if i'm wrong i don't know if you have any insider knowledge oh, here but it sounds okay it sounds like yeah. Sounds like you're implying mm-hmm. Microsoft are working yep. on new connect the next generation of Connect, which may be exclusively implemented in the next generation Microsoft technology. Um because they've learned nothing from the fact that they forced it on people last time around. I can neither confirm nor deny. Perfect. Got it. Another one life left. Another <laughs> one life left unexclusive. Nintendo UK has taken over as lead partner for Yuki's Digital Schoolhouse Scheme. The programme is intended to inspire future generations with play-based learning and provides computing workshops in primary schools across the UK. As well as reaching around 32,000 kids this year, Nintendo UK will also support Digital Schoolhouse's national esports tournament. What a time to be a kid! That's super cool. Yeah, So what sort of support are Nintendo providing for them? Is Uh, it just financial and slapping the name on it? Well, you'd hope it was... <laughs> <laughs> slapping. Slapping. That's what they do, Nintendo. Uh, I f- well, so I was thinking, are they going to be uh, giving out Switches? 30,000 Switches. In are schools. they? Is this another don't one? Think so. We don't, don't know. I don't think we so. We can't confirm or deny that every school child in Britain will get a Switch, thanks to Nintendo. No, it doesn't seem that way. Uh, so with the National Esports tournament um they were saying that it is very much driven by the kids they they are mm-hmm. setting up the games and uh, and everything but they're going to be putting smash brothers in there okay uh, as a thing so that's the thing that they're doing which is splatoon that's an e-sport isn't it is it yeah it i don't is. know labo <laughs> build Maybe this as fast send, as you can send loads of cardboard around so is that it's, it's purely sportsy then it's not education no, no. so there's also so that's one uh, the esports okay. tournament is one strand of it uh, and the other is uh, doing sort of I think uh, yeah doing computing workshops so helping kids understand uh, the stuff behind games see I think that's that's fantastic and I can't think of a better did you ever play that oh uh, no I've done that thing yeah. Where I start, that? I start a fragment of a sentence without knowing all of the details. Okay, let's see if we can piece this together. Dot that to dot. game yeah, there's a lot. that teaches you how to program. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's... it's uh, No, no, don't type that into no, Google. I'm doing it. Okay. Doing it. Uh, I think it's uh, 2D Boy. Google 2D Boy programming game. Uh, 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 t- 2D Boy. And it's... 
Mm, it's called something ink. Something. Uh, okay. Go on. That hasn't brought up anything. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that Nintendo would be excellent at teaching people how to program. Um, Labo had elements of that, like you can build your own Labo games inside there. Uh, Mario Maker is obviously a great level design tool. I would love to see a Nintendo teaching uh, tool that teaches the basics of programming. I think it'd be fantastic. Are you still Googling? I don't get the sense that you're paying any attention to I'm, me, more than usual. I'm paying the most attention Are to you? you. I was shutting tabs so I could listen <laughs> to you better. Uh, yeah, I, I would love to learn learn programming via Nintendo. I mean, I sort of know programming already, but I think that... Uh, so you're going to go back to primary school just to get on this I would absolutely, in a, in, a, in a heartbeat, assuming that's what they're doing. Uh, maybe they are. You presumably could not possibly comment. No. Uh, we've all been waiting to see what former Nintendo of America president Reggie Filami will get up to after stepping down and being replaced by Doug Bowser. And now we know. He will be passing on his well-earned wisdom by becoming Cornell University's leader in residence. What on earth is one of those? Well, he'll be mentoring and teaching students about leadership, conscious capitalism and service. The best thing about this is that he referred to himself as Reginator on Twitter, which seems about right for a leader in residence. Is this unexpected? I didn't expect it. So I guess it's unexpected <laughs> inside this room. Yeah. Uh, uh, has he shown any inclination to head to education before? So he graduated himself from Cornell University, and I think he's done a few um, things with them before. So I don't think it's completely unexpected, mm -hmm. you know, as an alum to okay. go back there. And so, you know, if, you're, if you continue to be interested in the academia space, um, then, yeah, I don't think it's... It's not unexpected, but well, it's not unexpected that he would have an affiliation with his old university, mm. but maybe it is unexpected that this is uh, the path he would choose to take. I However, mean, how much of this is him actually uh, taking on a new job, or is it? Uh, and I'm not saying he's not going to do anything. I'm not saying he's not going to do anything. Sounds like that's where you're going. I'm not with saying this, they've Anne. just given him a title. I'm <gasps> sure he will do a bunch of stuff. But right. is, it, is he turning up day to day? Is he like marking? <laughs> is he in the office? <laughs> is he marking attendance in class? Is he <laughs> is he grading those papers? <laughs> is he putting together an overhead projector of how to do a programming yeah, game? Yeah, do a programming game. Uh, possibly yeah. not. Um, I was very interested in what he would be teaching students about conscious capitalism. Mm. I don't know what that is, and I, so I'll be signing up. So you're going back to primary school, I'm going to Cornell okay. University <laughs> to find out what conscious capital capitalism is and how we can potentially dismantle it I the think inside. you should go to Cornell University just so every day you can go and knock on his door and go, are you in? <laughs> are you in? Just checking. Just... <laughs> And finally, PlayStation has just clarified something pretty important. The bad news is we've all been calling the X button the wrong thing. The good news is that it's called the cross button. The better news is that we'll all be able to remember that it's called the cross button because we'll be so cross about it. Honestly, what's even true anymore? <laughs> well, that's shocked you so much that you punched your microphone out of the we way. Should, uh, so we're back at the Resonance Studio yeah. for the first time in how long? Two months? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and it's great to be back. And we absolutely love it here. And we're so lucky uh, that they've let us back on air again. Let us back in the building. There are, you know, quirks to the studio uh, that you forget when you go away. Yeah. And then you come back and it's like, it's quite, <laughs> it's a joy to discover them. One of them, uh, dear listener, is that the mic, mic one, uh, which is the mic I typically use, is really heavily sprung. Like those springs, there's two different colours springs, and they are, all they're sprung. They're sprung. So the mic, uh, the mic arcs over the desk, which I sit behind. Uh, but just, you know, and if you manage to sort of arc it right, it will hold position there. But if you even just nudge it slightly... Oh, oh it it's gone. There it it's goes. gone. It's, it springs away, and that can produce comedy effects. Uh, like that because sound. it can be like, almost like, I don't, I don't have anything to say. The mic is bouncing away. But I do have things to say. Yeah. Do you? About this story? I can't remember what the story was. Uh, it's, it's cross, not X. Ah, cross. So uh, any news on what all of the other buttons are called? And why has it taken them so long to clarify this? They've been doing it for 20 years. What? Well, there's quite a few things 
I remember um, Microsoft sort of unveiled some, was it Microsoft unveiled some other like weird secret thing that everyone thought one thing, but it was actually a different thing? Right. Well, well, their that... their coloured buttons are actually, oh no, it's it's not green, it's aquamarine. Yeah. Um, and then I think I saw someone had taken off the cover of the um, controller and it's actually... They're, they're labeled. This could have been someone who's photoshopped okay. it, but they're labeled, but they're labeled differently, and it's not called a cross. It's like called a something else. It's not called. It is called a cross. Yeah, but it is. But it's not on. It's not on the. So if you take off the casing, on the. Surely this thing. has come. This must have come out before, because how else? They have definitely said this on stage before. Like, have they said X? Have we got any footage of Phil Harrison saying X? Press X to do this. Yeah, but why would they say X when that is their main rival's... <laughs> like, if, you, if they said X on stage, then people would cut it out and they would make it... They would, they would mash up a thing where it says, I, I love the X surely, surely so hard. So, surely Microsoft's move now is to rename, <laughs> rename <laughs> their brand the Crossbox. Oh yeah, which would be which would be great. And circle still called circle, as far as we're aware. But or is if it called it's, O? Well, cross. No, because if it's X, it would be X and O. X O X O. And it would be cross and c- circle, right? right? Would it? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, X and O are letters. Yeah. Cross and circle are shapes. <laughs> yes, yeah, very good. We are going back to primary yeah. school. This is great. And the other shapes? Uh, triangle. Also known as. A. Is it? Well, it looks a bit like an A, doesn't it? If it was a fancy font, a triangle looks like an A. Mm. Yes, it does. I don't know what agencies you've been going to for our <laughs> fonts, but it's definitely a triangle. Okay. And a square. Which looks like what letter? Um. D. Capital D. Or an O. Well, well I mean, it looks an like o. an O, but it can't be an O. D. Okay. I don't know. Well, clearly it, it doesn't matter, does it? No, it doesn't, because it's all, it's all wrong. <laughs> no one knows wrong. what's happening. It's terrible. Uh, it's terrible. Uh, good. Was that your final story? Yeah, that was the end, like finally. It feel like a bit of a final story. Yeah. Um, sad, though, isn't it? It is absolutely sad. Sad to think that everything you've ever known has been wrong. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. One life left video game news with You're listening to One Life Left on Res- once. <laughs> You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Um, my name is Steve Hernan, and Anne has just left the room for a moment because we had a minor panic. That was Adam Mills, who we incorrectly called Adam Mills on the previous show. Oh, yeah, We've yeah. corrected that now, and we're now permanently indebted 
to uh, to Adam. Uh, that was the mother chip. It's from chipmusic.org, where we get almost all of our chip music from, because it's a chip music repository. If you want your song on One Life Left, put it put it on there. We'll definitely find it. We will definitely find it. Uh, the game, the game I was talking about. Yeah. Human Resource Machine. Ah. Uh, 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 yeah, so that was good programming teacher, and it made me think Nintendo would be brilliant at teaching programming. Well, there we go. What were we going to talk about? Uh, well, I was going to say that uh, cross-button thing, the thing where it was labelled It was labeled something different. It's On the thing it says fork, but then I've since looked into it. I knew it was too good to be true. It's a different so controller. So many things are. I know. So many things so are. So sad. So sad. Uh, anyway, it's made me really cross. That's, that's a good joke. Yeah. That's a valid joke. Um, so we did have something else to say. Yes. Uh, we were just talking about what we were going to talk about before the letters section, which is coming up. Um, You've been away, Steve. I've been away. Uh, you left the country. Uh, literally and figuratively. Uh, went to Gamescom, didn't I? What's Gamescom? Gamescom is... Is it the world's biggest? It's one of the biggest uh, celebrations of video games. It is a big old conference venue. What do you call it? Exhibition hall. I think they should just take this for their yeah, press next year. But may- tools, maybe it? one of the biggest celebrations. I don't know. Huge old conference hall. It's a hall. big old aircraft hangar full of games. Metaphorical aircraft hangar. I don't think there are any aircraft in it. No. Unless they're selling aircraft games, which they probably are. It's so big in there. Um, it is in Cologne in Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is open to the public and to the industry. Ooh. There is a little gated-off industry area and a huge, huge area for the public where German teenagers can rock up and play the latest video games, games that haven't been released, and see them, and then tell all their friends. And they can also spend money on merch, which a lot of them do, judging by the number of people carrying bags full of merch. It is busy there. Uh, now, we were over to do Marioki for uh, the Nordic game party, which went brilliantly, got shut down. Did it? Yeah, we always... What did you do? Well, two years ago, we got shut down by the police for being too noisy. That makes sense. Last year, yeah, uh, we got shut down for being too noisy by uh, by the... Uh, the venue okay and i and then we had our laptop stolen Ugh. and i tried to call the fire brigade classically they don't help with they that don't, kind of stuff they didn't I, I got the wrong number i tried to call the police called the fire brigade then gave up um so police one year fire brigade last year this year mountain rescue <laughs> hoping for mountain rescue ideally hoping not for ambulance yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah that didn't happen. We did get shut down. We got shut down this time by the German public who complained about the noise. Not oh. about us. Just the noise in general. But the noise from our audience who were singing too loudly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we were shut down uh, about 11pm. But I had a brilliant time at the party. And then the next day went to, uh, went to Gamescom uh, to How see what it? it was like. It was terrifying. So at the start, you there's sort of a filter that takes you. You can either go to the industry entrance if you've got the right credentials, which obviously we do as press, uh, or you can go to the public entrance. And I went the wrong way. Oh, no. And I went to the public entrance. And to get into the public entrance, I got filtered around, I reckon, conservatively about uh, a mile and a half, two miles of... You know when on a theme park you have to walk yeah. a long way around? The windy, uh, windy queue. Yeah, so it was, it was early in the morning, so it wasn't uh, super busy, although, you know, I was never actually queuing, but I was in a constant flow of people. Yeah, for about, I think, about two miles, um, all the way along before I got into the venue. And as soon as I got into the venue, I immediately ran to get into the business area Good. because I had had enough of German cosplayers at that point. Um, so I went in there and mostly sat in the Swedish games industry booth drinking water and playing board games. So that was my Gamescom experience. That, uh, it's not very helpful for a radio show where you talk about the latest and greatest video games no. because I didn't see any. Do you really. see any of the big signs? Um, Who had the loudest thing? I didn't. I, I got through it very, very quickly. I didn't see any of that stuff. Mm. I did play a few video games. Uh, again, the most... So inside the business area, there are representative booths from all countries um, 
and it's quite nice to go and grab a little bit of the atmosphere. So usually I swing by the Finnish booth for their mm-hmm. clear, crystal clear water. Uh, I go by the Swiss booth for chocolate. Yeah. Croatian booth for their rakia uh, liquor. Have a couple of shots of that. Dutch booth for some snacks. Swedish booth for uh, cheese. Is there. Oh. And they all have their video games as well, mm-hmm. like uh, the video games from that country on display, so you get a chance to see those. And uh, I play some nice things at the Swiss booth. Uh, that, honestly, Swiss games industry have the most beautiful-looking uh, games output from uh, their students every year. Uh, play some great things at the Swedish booth as well. Uh, the problem is with any of this stuff, you're not quite sure what you can talk about. So again, not the greatest segue for a radio show. No. Hmm. Maybe next time, uh, take the public route. Yeah. Then you'll Maybe be able should... to talk about it. Yeah, ideally, ideally, that's how I should have spent my press credentials. Yes. But sometimes you just think life's too short. Is it? Shall we do the? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Shall we do the letters section? Let's do it. Uh, hello, team. Hello. I'm jumping straight in. Straight in, I can tell. You're a professional. Yeah. Hello, SSG. Not that professional. Mm, Uh, Welcome back from your summer holidays. Hope you had fun and your uniforms don't feel too scratchy. Uh, It was my birthday this weekend and I had friends over. As we got sufficiently drunk, I pulled out some dance games I've acquired for my PS2. The DDR-type dance mat games make everybody look like an idiot. Taiko drumming is fun, but you need to commit. The revelation was a Japanese exclusive para para paradise that somehow makes you look, well, cool. It works by waving your hands over sensors. Because your feet stay stay still, you can concentrate on dancing like the arrows tell you. What games do you think make you look good? Pip pip, Robert. Firstly, happy birthday, Robert. Happy birthday, Robert. Hope you had a great time. I think Sounds like you did. Any game which is largely hiding my face. Mm-hmm. So VR stuff. <laughs> then no one looks cool in VR. No, 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 no. I did see at Gamescom, I saw a table football game in VR with an actual table football thing. So four people with VR headsets all stood around a table football table playing. It seemed. Was there an actual ball in there? Didn't see a ball, no. There was in obviously the virtual version. Yeah. It seemed like the advantage of this was that your players could do little dances once they celebrated, which is... <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I mean, it's a pitch, I suppose. Um, I also think that anybody uh, can look good playing like an old classic arcade machine, especially if you get like the yeah. reflection from the... You're looking at them in the reflection on the, yeah, on the yeah, yeah. thing. I think that looks pretty cool. Uh, I think um, playing arcade racing games, so uh, what is it? Uh, is it Need for Speed? The what? What's the... Um, What's the bike one? Out, Out, outrun. Uh, no, that is not uh, Super Hang On. No. What is the bike one? Hang On. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bike one. It's not Need for Speed. No. I don't know. There are loads of. There goes the mic. Goodbye. <laughs> What's the What was the bike one that was at Namco Station? Um, I remember thinking I looked really cool on, on that on my bike. Definitely did. Yeah. Um, also, it? obviously, you look really cool if you've got the right friends doing any karaoke game. Oh, yeah. Of course you will. Actually, the SingStar mic was a, a hefty and substantial mic, mm-hmm. so you didn't feel like an idiot. Yeah, again, crazy for SingStar to replace that with a mm, phone. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because you feel like an idiot singing because you're into your singing phone. Because you're singing into your phone, yeah. It's absolutely insane. At the opposite end of the spectrum, any time that you are sitting there playing like a console game and you've like slumped on the sofa and mm-hmm. you've just been sat there for ages and you've probably got snacks all down your front Always and do. then the screen goes just dark enough for you to see your reflection and you think... Or you look at your phone, you pick up your phone to look and it's in selfie mode. Oh. There should be a name for that. Oh. It's awful. It's the, the worst. worst. So don't do that. All right. I've got a letter here from Chris Conroy. And the subject line is, I'm addicted to you, but your Discord is toxic. Uh-oh. Dear team and Shantae Can, welcome back. Hope you had a marvellous summer break. I'm certainly glad to have you back on the airwaves to soothe my fevered brow and make sense of these troubled times. I was excited to see the highly rated CRPG 
Pillars of Eternity ported to Switch at the start of August and rushed to buy it. The developers vs Evil had done a great job bringing a complex PC game to the console, but there were a few problems so I thought I'd pop into the official Discord to see whether an update was due. What a mistake to maker, says Chris. I won't go into too much detail, but I've developed a newfound respect for community managers and anyone who puts themselves in front of an entitled and impossible to satisfy vocal minority who hide behind a thin veneer of consumer advocacy. Seeing all of this unfold in chat rather than say Twitter or on a forum made it all the more personal and shocking. A bit of a loss of innocence for me for sure. So, what can companies do to balance the increasing need for community engagement with the reality of post-release defect management in a way that remains positive? I hope this doesn't bring down the jazz soul vibe that the SSG has no doubt brought to the show this week. Your crowd control correspondent, Chris Conroy. So people are not... Did you hear the question? Great. Were you a bit wrapped up in closing tabs? Yeah. Okay. Chris asks... Chris asks, what can companies do to balance the need for community engagement with the reality of defect management how can they you know make that tolerable for themselves because it is really really hard dealing with an audience playing your game and maybe disagreeing with you about what that game should be i mean it's incredibly hard it is and it's a massive problem Mm -hmm. and everyone's got an opinion and people are probably not gonna stop having an opinion very easily yeah but curate a very small but very nice fan base for your games yeah which I think we've done for Marioki right the Marioki discord the, is not toxic. the two people that like it they, they're really kind and they're to really us. nice and the same for the radio show all of our letter writers are lovely like, yeah um I, I guess the answer to this Chris is there is a job and it is quite a horrible job uh, if you are a certain type of person I think you have to have as a community manager you have to be able to find the positive in everything you have to understand that it is a vocal minority often who are the toxic ones ruining forever ruining things for everyone and you have to have a way of dealing with them but also dealing with the impression that makes on you and filtering that content for uh to make it useful for the actual developers shielding them from the worst of it but also communicating uh, genuine concerns to them in a way that can address those concerns uh, it's a difficult job. You're a buffer, and um, I don't see any way of making that easier other than, like Anne says, restricting the number of people who like your content to two people. <laughs> uh, also, know where your lines are. If, like, if you have uh, uh, some rules, like, don't say this kind of stuff. This kind of mm-hmm. thing won't be tolerated. Yeah. Like, say them, make them public, um, and stick to them, and... Um, you know, put in place some... There should be consequences to some of these things. Uh, what I'm talking about is punishment. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I, ju- I just think that, you know, you should have a line that you will draw and if people overstep that line and you've been really clear about it and, you know, those have... I'm not saying like, oh, if someone has an opinion, then they need to get out. It's not that. It's, you know, if someone starts saying things that are um, offensive, if if someone starts uh, making the making the place incredibly toxic for other people, then that should be Kick your line. Out. Kick them out. Kick them out. Like, Sorry. Again, it's a, a little bit like, I think we've done really, really, like, you know, Marioki is not for everyone, but we make it for everyone. Like, and I think that's one of the things that we can be proud of to you know about that is that the space is very very inclusive and i guess that goes for social spaces online as well the, one of the way we've made mariachi inclusive is by having strict rules on behavior mm-hmm. and making sure that anyone who you know comes into there with the expectation that they can break those rules is swiftly disposed of and it's really hard because we haven't been perfect and we haven't always got that right no and i think that's one of the things to learn it is just really really hard managing lots of people mm. uh in um in social settings particularly if this is some uh, if you know a discord is somewhere that someone comes for to talk about the thing that they love and the thing that they enjoy and the thing that they do for fun uh, they're in a different frame of mind than if they were at work and if you're a person who's a community manager then you're at work uh, having to police that so and it can be really tricky dealing with people who are in uh, a social situation where they're like i should be able to do whatever i want uh but it's not always the case. We have one more letter, I yes. think. Yes. Uh, do you want to read it? Yeah. Okay. 
Dear team, do you ever come across something, a game, a film, or a song that you feel was made just for you? I think Untitled Goose Game might be that game for me. The slapstick, the music, the hitman light puzzling makes this my most anticipated game of 2019. It will be great to have you back from the summer break and I cannot wait for the eventual review of this once it's released. Are there any games out there that you love and feel were made just for you? Best wishes, John. Um, you're going to review Untitled Goose Game, I assume, because you are One Life Left's bird expert. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to know uh, which kind of goose is untitled. <laughs> Um, I assume that'll be part of it. Finding out the genesis of the goose. I think um, there are there are definitely games that make me feel that way, and I guess most recently, Thumper. Uh, it just felt it's a it's you know a band I love, uh, deeply involved in it aesthetically. It's my game, and so beautifully designed, so tightly designed, sounds great, looks great, looks like nothing else. And um, I waited for so long to play it just so I could play it in VR and I was not disappointed. Uh, so, yeah, it's so exciting when that happens. What about you, Anne? Um, well, so today I saw the game. It was The game? I, I saw Nico Atsumi VR. There we go. Which is still only available in Japan. Um, but I saw... I, I hadn't seen any footage of it and I mm-hmm. saw it today. Um, oh, my goodness. That game is made for me. It's brilliant. You get to hang out with cats. You feed them. You entice them into your garden. You leave little toys for them. One of them was rolling around with a ball on its back. It was so great. That's exactly the game for me. Um, I don't think I would take my VR headset off. It better come to PlayStation. I don't want to buy any other VR. Um, (laughs) 7 out of 10. I think you can use your PlayStation headset on PC now. Can you? I might be wrong about that. So I that. never have to buy another VR. No, I think that might be right. Anyway, thank you for all of your letters. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Please do write in again. Yeah, we do need more letters because we'll have more people. Yeah. So that's how it works. Uh, okay, let's have another piece of music. This Before is... that. Oh, of course. If you do have... We've only been doing this for <laughs> 13 years. 13 years. If you do want to say something to us, Ideally positive, because we don't have a community manager. Um, please do email us to... Team at onelifeleft.com. Okay, this is Deris Carlin. It's called Machine Learning. You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FOM. FOM? FOM. FOM. I'm getting used to it. It's our first show back. FOM. Uh, I'm really sorry. I think I just spoiled something in a TV show that I thought you must have watched more of. No, 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 no. no. We're very, very close to that moment. Okay, good. So, so you know it's coming. I think I'm the episode before. So. Oh. Uh, yes, we're just talking about Succession, which we're yeah. both enjoying. I love the theme music of it so much I was listening to it on the way into work today <laughs> how did that make you feel uh, like, it made me feel did it make you feel sort of like officey yeah like, like it was really actually quite dynamics. good pre uh, 
pre-office uh, theme tune to get me to go in, and then I and then I had to remember I don't own the company, and I'm <laughs> I'm not a billionaire, uh, and I had to just go and try and make the coffee machine work. So, <laughs> you know, uh, it sort of set me up set me up slightly wrong for the day. Very motivational. Good. Um, right. So we've said what this is. Oh, before we do the reviews, Marioki. Yes. Big night next Marioki, isn't it? Oh, it is a big, big night. Mm. Should we tell people why it's a big night? Because we did announce it at the last Marioki, so I think it's public now. We didn't tell them what, what, but we did we tell, tell them, them why. why. Um, Marioki's been going for how long? Six years? Seven years? Seven years, maybe. Something like that. Uh, but it started under a different name, started though. Under a different Remember. Name. Initially, it was called One, song, One left. song Left. And then after a couple of years, we rebranded as Marioki. Uh, Simon Parkins Marioki. He suggested it on Twitter. Uh, but Marioki's grown and grown and grown. And uh, we've decided it's time for a new name, um, which we will be announcing mm-hmm. in September. Coming up, two weeks, uh, one week one on week. Friday. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to come along for our announcement of our rebrand, uh, please make your way to Dalston to Loading, the best bar in the world. Yeah, I was just checking my calendar for what date it was. It's 20th. Friday the 20th of September. That is right. I've got a run in the morning. Okay. So. so but it'll only be five kilometres. So less. It will be less. Fewer. It will be fewer kilometres. <laughs> Uh, and uh, yes, come along for our big announcement. Yeah. And so that'll be exciting. And you'll hear us talk about a different event from after, well, the show after that's on, when will that be? September 23rd? Yeah, that will be. Yeah. Uh, I've also had loads of people, too, asking me the date of our Christmas party, which. Um, Isn't it the 13th? I've gotten a feeling it's Friday the 13th. It is. Is it? Spooky, spooky. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, let's turn Christmas spooky this year. Christmas spooky, that'll be our theme. So please uh, come along to that as well. That's going to be fantastic. Uh, we announced that a bit early this year. Yeah, uh, and in between those two, we are going to be, and if I say it on the air, we have to actually do it, having an hour, much later. You're organising it. No, I'm not. If you I say can't. it on air. Okay, then no. <laughs> no, nothing's happening ever. Nothing is happening. Good, so nothing's happening. <laughs> nothing's happening. Anyway, Uh, let's do the reviews. It's a good job there's only two of us because we're running quite late today. We are, we are. We've had a lot to talk about. We have. Uh, It's a live show after this as well, so we've got to get out. Yeah, we've really got to get through it. Well, I'm going to kick off then. Steve, I've played Erica, the video game. That is a video game. Is that what it's called? Erica, the video game. No, that's oh. my subtitle because I everyone it was quite goes. A knowing title. No, because everyone's like, oh, but it's not really a game. I, I saw someone go, oh, but I can't. At this experience, I can't call it a game. Oh, really? And I'm like, all right. Well, you can you call, don't have to. Call it what you want, mate. Don't, you don't have to, but I did buy it on the PlayStation Store, so yeah. I don't know what else it's supposed so you, to be. You know, call it what you want. Get your own radio show. Yeah. I'm going to call it a game on my radio show. Um, what are you going to call it on yours? Oh, you don't have one, so shut it. That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, so I played Erica, which is a FMV, and I looked up what that means, and then I forgot it. Uh, frogs. Marching violently. Perfect. <laughs> uh, it's basically um, real actors uh, acting out scenes, uh, and then it's it's like a branching narrative. Okay. Um, well, if it branches, it's a video game. Even if it doesn't branch, it's a video game. Yeah, everything's a game. You're a game. <laughs> Uh, yes, so um, Erica is an FMV. It has very, very good acting in it and it has incredible production values. It has incredible production values for a video game. It has incredible production values for a, fi- a real film. <laughs> a real film <laughs> experience. One of those fake films. Yeah, so uh, in Erica, you are um, following the story of... Uh, so you start seeing this... Um, this young girl called Erica uh, and you see her with her father and he's sort of talking to her um, and it all seems a little bit spooky. Uh, He's talking about her mother who has died um, and uh, he's sort of insinuating, well, saying that uh, the mother had um, some like magical powers or whatever. 
um, and seeing if you have them and, the, and so you're a kid and oh, and then something terrible happens to him uh, and then suddenly you're a grown up um, and it follows the path of Erica finding out more about things that have happened and things that are continuing to happen uh, based on her dad and a um, an institution that he set up uh, and it's all a bit creepy uh, and it's uh, yeah, it's very very atmospheric. It is a thriller, not a horror. Ooh. Doesn't really make you jump, but it does make you go ooh, <laughs> ooh. Um, yeah, and so you can interact with different objects. You choose different paths. You could uh, so you, uh, on the there are two modes of control. The first one is uh, on your PlayStation controller. You know that little uh, pad, yeah. the track. Is, yeah, that's it? never used for anything. You use it for this. What? I know. Uh, and the other thing is you could download um, an app on your smartphone uh, and use that to interact with it. Okay. I don't want to do that because I don't like extra things. No. Uh, so I just used the thing that I already had. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's really good. Um, the story, sometimes I got a little bit lost in the story. Um, do you mean, oh, I got lost in the story or I got lost? I got a little bit lost in what was going on in the story sometimes but I think that that is I mean firstly I've got a really bad attention span um, and secondly uh, I think that that is tricky with um, these sort of well it's essentially a choose your own adventure type thing Mm. that is something that can get a little bit tricky at times um, because I felt like I had to make choices quite quickly I don't know if that's true uh, and it meant that I wasn't necessarily thinking about the choice I was making and consciously making it I was just like yeah I could do that one Uh, yes fine great that's where we're gonna go um so yeah i had a really really good time playing through it it was only and brilliantly it was like an hour and a half two hours something like that which i love so much <laughs> i mean honestly that was a that was one of the main things that got it for me it was like 8.99 7.99 something like that two hours brilliant had a Perfect. lovely time actors were excellent uh congratulations to that team stee so, oh sorry seven out of ten stee um, so I am trying to log into my Steam account right now, which I don't think I'll be able to do. Yeah, it's asking me for an authentication thing. No. Nope. Um, to tell you how many hours I have sunk into this game, but it's more than two. It is probably about 44 That's hours. That's what it was last time I looked at it. Uh, it's the, one of the best games I've played in recent times. I absolutely love it. And the game is called Dicey Dungeons. Ah, good. Uh, Now, full disclosure, uh, we are good friends with Terry, who uh, developed it, and Holly, who wrote for it, and Neve, who did the music. I don't know Marlo, who did the graphics. So in that sense, this is completely impartial. Exactly. Um, But I do not sink 44 hours into something just because I like the people who made it. You don't even sink 44 hours into the people that you like. No, quite. Um, Dicey Dungeons is a deck-building card game, uh, except for it's got dice in it. Oh, you roll that. dice, you put them on cards, and those uh, those dice inflict damage on opponents. It is absolutely beautiful. It is phenomenally produced and written. The sound is great. It looks gorgeous. And I don't know the person who did the graphics. So this is a so completely impartial review. But it genuinely is. Uh, I, I think it's a brilliant piece of work, and I'm going to play it this evening, even though I've got no time to play it. 7 out of 10. That's it, Steve. We did a show without Simon. We did, uh, but I'm looking forward to having him back. Oh, me too. I'm sitting in his seat I mean, at the minute, and it I'll doesn't be, feel right. Obviously, I'll be bored of him after two minutes. Oh, yeah. God. But it'd be God. nice to see him it'll be initially. See, no. It'll be great to have him back. And he'll never hear that because he won't listen. No. 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 Or will he? <laughs> he won't. Uh, thank you uh, to all of the people who have tu- tuned in to Resonance FM this evening. Uh, it's dark outside. It is. It wasn't when we no. finished. Uh, and thank you if you're listening to this on the podcast as well. Um, and we will see you very, very soon. In a week. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Let's uh, hope that we get renewed for another week. Uh, but until then, goodbye. We'll see you. Bye. <laughs>